episode of Comic BS. I am your host, Beej. I hope everyone has had a lovely week, and welcome to New Comic comic Book Day. Excuse my slurring of the words there. It happens. It's been a long weekend. I am sitting on the couch with my 43-kilo lapdog. He's having a bit of a snore, and it's raining outside now. Um, so, I've uh, gone through and found another one of those books from another one of those independent companies and stumbled across it and just went, holy balls, I've got to read me this shit. Just from the cover alone, the cover was creepy as fuck. Um, had no idea what I was expecting as I went into this book. And it is called Little Girl. The front cover is just like, what? What the fuck is going on? It's like, it's a road. Uh, with uh, forestation each side of the road, and then right in the middle is a black and whitish image of a young little girl uh, coming out of a f- overflowing bathtub, just looking like real fucking um, grudge cross. Um, what's the one where she comes through the fucking TV? Uh, the ring, grudge cross ringish sort sort of thing. So I've seen this front cover and just been like, "Yep, mine." Because, uh, let's be honest, I'm a sucker for B-grade horror, and this comic book does not disappoint. It's B-grade horror at its best. Now, when I say B-grade horror, just in case the uh, writer comes on and has a listen and goes, Oh, it's not B-grade horror. I think B-grade horror is just the best thing in the world. So, when I say something's B-grade horror, I that's a compliment. I have I have this little thing as well. Like if I tell somebody that they are mediocre, if they're mediocre in my eyes, they're a good person. So it's like, yeah, they're alright. They're mediocre. Um, I don't know why I do it. I just do it. Something I've always done. Uh, pretty sure it peeves off my wife, but you get that. So um, yeah, Little Girl is just the best B grade horror comic book I've read in quite some time. Um. And it it does leave you feeling a bit dirty and just wanting to know what happens next as well, I guess. So, as you turn the page, you've got the um, credits page there and you've got a closer-up image of the girl and fuck me, she's terrifying. The art here by Olivia is just fucking amazing. As we get into the book, this is where it also stays a bit creepy. And it holds that creepy tone throughout the whole fucking book. The use of colours with the artwork here is fucking phenomenal. I just... Oh, it's just fucking fantastic. So we've got a um, six-panel page. 
that's not even true. It's a it's a five panel page, and the fir- top half split into three, and the bottom half split into two. So we've got just a road with rain coming down everywhere, much like today. Sticks. I wonder if we're going to get attacked by an evil motherfucking penguin. He's asleep. He don't care. <laughs> and so, where's Oscar? Where's your brother? He's asleep as well. Fuck me. How come I'm the only person in this house that does not sleep? So, we've got the penguin laying in the middle of the fucking road in a puddle getting drenched. Um, then we get some red and blue lights as we get close in on this penguin. It's a, it's a, now, I say penguin. It's a plush doll. It's a, it's a teddy bear penguin for all intents and purposes. It, it, it's just laying there in the middle of the road. Police car goes flying by. That's where our colours of blue and red are coming from. And it's got its sirens wailing. And it knocks the penguin off the side of the road and into the... Um, the brick, uh, not brick, concrete road barriers. And the penguin's just laying there. And, you know, I'm thinking, what the fuck's going on here? And then next scene, next scene, next page, I guess, we've got what appears to be the exact same penguin, a bit dirty-ish, sitting on top of a note saying, I'm sorry. And then a lady reaches towards it with what appears to be an engagement wedding band um, combination uh, for anyone who... Uh, is married or has a wife or close friends, they'll they'll recognise the two rings sitting close to each other. Um, so, up, um, we we we're needing to know this woman is married, uh, which always worries me when they post things like that so early in a comic book. And she's reaching towards the penguin, and she picks it up, and she's like, "Yeah, of course you fucking did." Uh, as we're in her room in Indianapolis, Indiana. I have no idea where that is, uh, because uh, that's nowhere near me. Um, so this is chapter one, Shelt Not. So straight up, with it, I'm thinking some sort of fucking uh, commandments, like Seven style, um, you know, how they've got like the gluttony and all that sort of shit, and this might be um, that kind of thing. So chapter one is you shalt not commit adultery, maybe. Um, so she gets the penguin and she puts it on the bed and she starts to take her clothes off. And then we've got her laying down in front of a computer, um, in some sort of skimpy-ish kind of clothes. No, 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 not skimpy really. Sort of more just like a casual, uh, low-cut night gear, night gear. And she's talking to a dude on the computer and she's telling him how he's sneaky and he's like, what are you fucking talking about? And she's like, how did you do it? How'd you get it in here? And he sort of has no idea what he's on about at first and then um, reveals later on as they're talking um, and he's just like, come on, get your gear off. I want to, I want to, so the, he wants to do some, yeah, uh, you know, uh, video nakedness, jerkiness, offiness, offiness, jerkiness, offiness. Yeah, that'll do. He wants to do some um, slap and tickle fun time. Uh, she's drinking a glass of red, and she holds up the penguin to the screen. She's like, "This? How the fuck did you get this?" And so, you know, he's saying that he has his ways and all that sort of stuff. But he's like, "I don't, I don't want to tell you how it's done. It's all smoke and mirrors, whatever." And she's like, "Come on, man. How'd you get it in here? It's sweet." And then he's just like, "Well, come on, man." Just take your shirt off. And she's like, you're a fucking maniac. Uh, so we've gone on to the next page here. He reveals that her his brother has a key and he's all like, I don't want to start anything. We're cool? Yeah, we're cool. Uh, and she really doesn't want her his brother to have a key. So not quite sure what happened there yet. And he's just like, you know, we're fucking cool, aren't we? I mean, you know, I didn't want to say that before, but you know, I really think she's like, yeah, 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 we're cool. It's just, you know, the hospital's been a bit insane and with everything that's going on and you're gone and he's out doing a book run and being all sorts of crazy there 
And uh, so it's like, maybe next time I can come with you. And he's just like, there's a knock at the door and he's all like, oh, hey, honey, the fucking room service is here. Okay, I've got to go. Good night. Love you. Love you again. Love you too. Bye. And then she gets on her phone and we see a text thread and she's texting someone saying, I don't think you should come over tonight, a guy named Rock. And she's, above that, there's a picture of her boobs sent to him and he's replied with, ah, what did I do to earn that? And she sends a kissy face and then he's all like, tonight, question mark, and then question mark again, being a bit pushy. Uh, says he shouldn't come over, rolls over, hugs the penguin and throws the phone down. And then the dude answers the door. So he's just hung up from his wife and then there's a young girl at the door and says, unbutton to the navel, trying a new look. And he's like, yeah, long story. She goes, bore me. I don't have any other plans and she comes on in. So she's not room service. Uh, then we've got the next page here and uh, she's asleep on the bed, clutching the penguin still, still dressed in the same clothes, computers laying on the pillow next to her. Next thing you know, something weird's happening near her feet under the sheets because uh, we see a shadow climbing into the bed almost. Uh, and the sheets start to raise and then we just hear this... She holds the penguin and she got her eyes closed. And then we see like this weird kind of, um, I don't know, it's a dream or a vision or something, but there's a dude holding a person's head in a bathtub and he's saying, and he's basically preaching. Um, and he is preaching to the person as he's holding the head underwater and there's a lady standing next to him, hands together in prayer. For I will take you out of the nations. I will gather you from all of the countries. I will bring you back into our own land. I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all impurities and from all your idols. And then he looks directly at the... um the panel like at us the reader he's looking at us which i assume he's looking at the lady who's dreaming uh, holding one hand down just seem like this guy this person he's holding down is struggling and this this guy's with these big brick shoulders just sort of not really caring we're in a bathroom he's holding him into a bathtub the lady's still in prayer mode looking down at the bath and he says i will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you as he's looking directly at us and then we see what appears to be the car, the police car from the first couple of pages, you know, sirens flashing, lights thing, I will re remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And then she wakes up like, <gasps> like what the hell's going on? Um, and I'm still at this stage a bit shocked. It's like, what the fuck? And she's like, uh. she sees the uh, sheets risen up in the air. And she's like, holy fucking shit, what is going on? Next thing you know, she jumps out of bed and the penguin's just laying there on the bed. And she's just like, yeah, what the fuck is going on? Like, there's someone in my house. What's happening? So she's freaking out because she's realized she's having a bit of freak out. She's, she knows the brother has a key and she's flipping the fuck out. So she's calling up the brother uh, the next morning and she's like, look, fucking return the key. I don't want you to have the key anymore. It's You shouldn't have it after what you said to me an hour in my fucking house. I don't want you to have that key. And he's like, yeah, no problem. I'll fucking swing by and I'll put it under the mat tonight. Um, when you get home, it'll be there. And then he won't have the key anymore. So she drives on home from work after spending a day there. And uh, so she looks at her bed and the sh uh, we see her bed. She's gone from the house and the shadow's still there looking at the penguin. It's kind of weird. 
So she arrives home and she's looking at her phone and then she sends a text message. Did you see anyone watching last time you came over? He replies with, huh? Are you worried someone saw us? And she says, I don't think so. I just wanted to make sure. So she's a bit worried that someone's in her house. So then she starts texting or voicemailing this person. Al, it's dark now and the key isn't under my doormat. Can you please return my call when you get this? The last thing I want is to cause another problem between you and Damien. But after the things you said to me and the last time you were over... I would very much appreciate it if you gave me back that fucking key. Um, and then she goes into the bathroom. And there's this sort of... Oh, sorry. She doesn't go into the bathroom. There's a shadow looking at the bath. And it's like, what the fuck is happening here? Um, and then we just hear this creepy voice from the outside. I'm so sorry. And she's like, uh, hello? Al? And she starts walking towards the stairs and she touches the carpet. And the carpet's wet and there's water coming under the door of the bathtub. She opens the bathroom, looking a little bit fucking uh, curious. Um, now, I'm just going to pause right here and just be like, the fucking colours and the illustrations here are just so gritty. And uh, they're not they're not like sketchy gritty. They're, they're clean, neat, pur- purposeful. Um, the tones that the... Um, colorist is used are just fucking amazing uh with all the patterns and and um oh this the water watercolor style uh walls and everything with the different shades around all the people it's just fucking phenomenal uh and the inks and the line work is just brilliant like they occasionally just dropping up jumping off panel i like i love it it's just real fucking classy so she opens the door to the bathroom and walks on in and we see this dark figure like Eyes poking above the bath, very uh, Grajeski, which is like I mentioned at the start. Grajeski is a new uh, term in horror. She uh, has a fire poker in her hand and she swings the door open, to flicks the light on, hey! And she stabs the fire poker forward and she's like, what the fuck? I swear I saw someone in here. She started to freak the fuck out. Um, clearly she's called the cops because then the cops are outside now and we're seeing that uh, colors of blue and red flashing again. And they're like, yeah, and you sure you saw someone? She's like, yeah, I thought I saw them in, someone in the bathroom. There's definitely no one here now, they're saying. So the cops drive away. They said they're going to send someone back out to check on her. Not, nothing to worry about. So she's then in her bedroom doing something on the chest of drawers. Like, um, it was clearly that girl from the, 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 the front cover. And she's there. She's dripping wet. And she's looking all sort of uh, skeletory-ish, you know, long gown. Then, next thing you know, we have her driving. She's driving along and texting at the same time, which is never any fucking good. Um, so, she sends the text again to Dam- uh, to Al, and she's just like, I'm not fucking around, Al. Damien loves you, but, you know, I fucking said, bring me the fucking key. That shit you said to me was creepy as fuck, and it is not on. And... Um, when I get back, she's she's going to see Damien. When she gets back, she's changing the fucking locks. Doesn't want anything to do with him. And then we see what we assume is Al, Damien's brother, uh, pressed hams up in a bathtub full of water. And then he is just absolutely fucking dead, drowning in a bathtub. Eyes roll back in his head. Uh, the phone goes off. She's like, Jesus Christ. And it's fucking rock. 
again, still wanting to know if he can come over. And there's like message after message. Very clingy guy, this rock. Um, what happened last night? Still want me to come on, to come over tonight? Did he come back? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Just leave her the fuck alone, rock. So she um, says, sends him a message. I think she's doing voice to text because she's driving along. Rock, please, I cannot talk right now. I do not want to see you, okay? I'm fucking married. We can't. And then she starts coughing. Uh, cough, cough, cough. And she spits a big fucking loogie out as she pulls in. Oh, God, what the fuck is happening to me? And uh, Sort of like a weird kind of opera house looking thing, but it's not the opera house because it's uh, in North Hollywood, Los Angeles, California now. So she's driven all this way. Uh, the phone's ringing at the what appears to be the place of her husband where he's staying doing his book deal. He answers the phone. Hey, I thought we had a FaceTime date, uh, you know, forever ago. I thought maybe you fell asleep. She's like, what room number are you in? He's like, what? And he's standing there with his shirt off, and he's about to pour two glasses of bourbon. And she's like, you're at the Grand, uh, right? You know, what room are you in? He's like, um, girl's trying to be mysterious. And he's like, oh, fuck, I'm in uh, this room number. Why? And then he sends a message saying, so sorry, going to have to cancel tonight, and then sends that, and then deletes the thread. So he's playing naughty buggers as well. Surprise, she says as he opens the door. He's like, Sarah, how the hell did you fucking hear your work? She's like, yeah, I called in sick for a few days. Yeah, it's, is this going to be a problem? I mean, she's like, honey, it's 3 a.m. This is beyond mysterious. Did something happen? Uh, she starts to explain sort of what's going on and how she's terrified and she doesn't want his fucking brother to have a key and she thinks that all this going so he's hidden the uh, bourbon and the two glasses in the cupboard as well um, it's like next time I'm coming with you this is fucking ridiculous I don't want to be there alone your brother creeps me the fuck out and he just goes alright strip tease let's go and starts strip teasing down being like come on bada 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 boom boom yeah 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 and then they end up uh, obviously doing some juga juga juga, and they end up over in a spa bath because you know it's four a.m. They're in fucking L.A. and apparently people just fucking get in spa baths at four a.m. Having a conversation, um, you know, they're trying to get a bit kinky in the bathtub, get that uh, romance going, and then she sees some weird shit under the water and. It looks like it's that girl, and she's fucking raising from the water. She starts screaming, what's going on? She's like, what the fuck, can anyone fucking see you? What's going on? And then the this big splash page of the girl raising from the fucking water says, nope, only you can see me. Uh, she screams. Um, she screams for Damien, and then she gets dragged in underwater by the creepy-ass fucking ghosty, ghostly little girl. And Damien's like, what the fuck are you doing? Jesus Christ, Sarah, come on. And she gets pulled underwater, and he's freaking out because he thinks she's just being some sort of psychotic fucking crazy person. Wrenches her in under the water, and then he pulls her out, gives her a bit of the fucking um, on the chesticles there, and tries to revive her. Someone help us, someone please, someone fucking help us. Uh, People are running towards, he's still giving CPR, and the creepy-ass fucking girl just disappears into black. And then we head back to uh, Greencastle, Indiana, and she's walking into a really small-looking barn thing. There's a uh, couple that appears to be asleep and cuddling, 
And she's like, I will sprinkle clean water on you and I, you will be clean. So she starts um, doing the chant from the guy that was the chant, the fucking preaching from the dude who was uh, drowning or baptizing whatever was going on earlier. Um, I will cleanse you from all impurities and from all your idols. I will. We hear in the background. Sorry, Stixie. I didn't mean to wake you. I was being a dog. Good boy, mate. Um... And then the guy starts coughing, and he's uh, appears to be awake. And she's, mm. and then you see a little girl on the uh, picture playing with a dog. Kind of looks like her, but you know, alive. And she sort of points up, and then you hear this <laughs> as she looks towards the the uh, panel. Us, the reader, stares deep into our soul with her dark, fucking soulless eyes and her pressed lips. And there's a big fucking German Shepherd-looking thing just growling at her, and she says, "Buzz." And it goes, and she rolls a fucking tear, this dead girl, rolls a tear, and it says, continued. Whoa, Jesus fucking Christ, was that one fucking awesome B-grade horror fucking book? Yes. Now, I just brushed over the book. Imagine if you pick this up and read this shit, and I highly fucking recommend it because it is brilliant. And again, brought to you by Devil's Due Comic, and it is written by Pat Shand, and, and the art is by Olivia Pelez. So, seriously, get out there, uh, find it at your local comic book store. I got the digital version. Um, I just got the digital release version because uh, it was just easier for me than having to actually leave my house because I don't like leaving my house unless I'm going to deal with a dog. And um, so Little Girl by Devil's Due Comics. Fucking awesome read. Highly recommended. Jump on that Comixology and pick it up. But get out there and just check out the random... Uh, even, like, you know, the indie labels, the self-published, they're all fucking amazing books, guys. People are actually writing these and drawing these and putting them together. Someone is putting hard fucking work into this. And if you're reading something and you find it amazing, tell someone about it because that's the only way this shit's going to spread. Comic books are life, bitches. Um, Get all over it. So, uh, look... You can find me at the BG Boy on Twitter, or you can hit me up at Comic BS on Twitter. You can send through an email to comicbs at iCloud.com. If you like the sound of my voice and you happen to read comic books and also like dogs, you can check out my show, Dog's Best Friend, where I do um, positive reinforcement training with all different kinds of dogs. It's uh, it's dog training and dog therapy. There's a video up on um, the YouTubes now, teaching your award marker, so check that out. Um, you can search for, like, I don't know, Dog's Best Friend dash reward marker. It should come up, or you can jump onto the Twitter page. Uh, just follow me. I probably liked it and favorited it somewhere. And just check it out because, you know, we all love dogs and dogs are fun. And, yeah, uh, if you guys are reading comic books and have a dog, uh, what's your favorite dog in a comic book? I think uh, we all know that mine's the Wonder Dog from uh, Dead of Winter. (laughs) That was just a fucking brilliant read. But, anyway, this is about comic books. So, guys, I guess that's all the comic bullshit I have for this week. I have been Beige. Peace out, motherfuckers. Found revenge in the bed, and it only cost a name. You make me sick, sick to my stomach, sick, sick to my stomach. Me in suspense, but you're just.